Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from New York City. Welcome to the show, Ryan Barone. Thank you for having me, Victor. Great to have you here. Now, Ryan, you've been at this game a little while, and you went out and actually formed a company specifically to solve a problem. We'll get to that in a moment. But before we do, maybe why don't you give a little bit of backstory on how you got to this point in your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually started uh, more so from the tenant perspective. I was going to school right here in New York City, and it was time to get my first apartment. It was pretty easy to find one. And I quickly realized there was a difference between finding and renting an apartment. <laughs> I went through that application process where I needed to hand in W-2, letter employment, bank statements, tax return, student transcripts, and uh, ultimately ended up missing out on that apartment and left that experience thinking there had to be a better way. And, and I wanted to make one for myself and friends. And so initially, uh, I was just developing an app on the tenant side for myself and friends to put together applications for rentals to make the process easier for us and quickly found out from landlords basically the feedback was, hey, wait up, uh, our side's just as bad, if not worse. Um, and over time, in conjunction with them and their tenants and all the feedback we got, we've grown into this really end-to-end platform, not just applications, but from one start of the lease to the, to the end of the next, uh, listings, rent, maintenance, all across the board. And it's been an amazing journey, but certainly a collaborative one along the way. I think that's that's fascinating. And I, I love what you said, because oftentimes when I speak with startup founders and uh, software startups in particular, I often hear a story about a technology that's just a great technology. And then I usually ask the question, well, what problem are you solving? And there's a long pause with silence, usually at the end of that right. question. And you started with solving a specific problem for which you saw a very specific, very acute need. And that is, in my view, absolutely the right thing for every entrepreneur to do is to start with that problem for which there's an acute need. So I love that. Love what you've done here. Now, of course, the the property management space is filled with venerable companies. Yardi is a good example that solve their, you know, to unseat Yardi, that's like, you know, moving an aircraft carrier. It's not easily done. How does your solution complement some of those entrenched solutions? Because you're not going to replace them. Of course. Um, for a lot of the landlords that I was interacting with in the in the early days, um, they weren't even getting access to softwares like Yardi or Appfolio and those enterprise spaces under 50 units. They wouldn't even take a phone call with you. And even if you were towards the lower end of that, they were really expensive softwares to set up or to purchase. And so we wanted to give access to all landlords, whether they went down to a single family home all the way up to hundreds of units. And so really that's the segment that we've made our bread and butter. We certainly have some landlords in the several hundreds or even thousands of unit space, but really where we've tried to, to make our home is helping landlords that were traditionally told uh, to stick with pen and paper and spreadsheets because they weren't big enough uh, for property management software and saying, you should have access to great software too to manage your units, uh, make it easy for you. And then certainly if you grow into a larger size or if you're in that larger size and you want to provide a great experience to tenants, you can have that too, because that was another place that from the feedback we were getting, um, these softwares were predominantly designed from a financial management perspective. 
And more and more landlords these days and property managers these days are looking at it, not just from how is it for me, the manager, but also how is the experience I can create for this tenant, reduce churn on those units over time, and ultimately um, make people want to live in my unit rather than the one next door. Potential tenants come from all different sources. They can come from Craigslist. They can come from Facebook Marketplace even, or through traditional leasing agents. And those pathways often imply a different flow of paperwork, documentation, initial point of contact, getting into the funnel, and so on. How do you how do you manage all of that different channel complexity? Yeah, absolutely. So essentially that we provide a listing component where the landlord can click a button and it'll syndicate out to listing sources that we have. And that will funnel people right into um, the application process. But also we give landlords the flexibility to have a listing page that they can share on places like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace or even their own website if they have one. And then also they can invite people. So if, for example, they just have someone that they're in contact with, they can send them an invite. But in all three of those cases, they ultimately end up at that same application funnel, which makes it much easier for the manager or the owner of that property to then understand, okay, who am I pre-qualifying or qualifying for renting my unit? Often the objection from tenants is, well, I'm giving you a whole ton of personal information Prove to me that you're going to keep that secure and it's not going to end up on some in some database in India or Romania or wherever where now my personal information is compromised. Yeah. So I think there's two parts to that, which I'm glad you brought up. So part of it is traditionally, there's a lot of information that's shared up front, even before you see a unit, even if you know there's a good match. And so one of the things that we've layered into our application process is a pre-qualification, which came again from landlords that said, hey, I met with this tenant. I loved them personally, but once I had some financial information on them, I knew there was no way I could rent to them. If I had a little bit upfront, it would make it much easier for me to meet with the best five tenants rather than the first five tenants that reach out. So we do allow tenants to provide significantly less information upfront so that a landlord can look at that and tell a tenant, likely it seems like, okay, you have a dog and I accept dogs. You're in a good credit and income range from what you say. So this will probably be a good fit or vice versa. I don't accept pets. There's just no way we're going to do this. There's no need to provide that additional information, which has been a great way to drive in more leads um, that are qualified for landlords. Also to share a little bit less information up front. And then ultimately, when you are sharing that information, we're built on very secure servers that are, are constantly backed up and protected. So um, when you ultimately do that full screening, an application, you know, one, you're, you're, you have a pretty good shot of getting it and it's kept pretty secure for you. I love that. What is the, what's been the biggest hurdle to adoption when you encounter a new client and they say, oh, I don't know, this is, looks like maybe it's too difficult to implement or maybe what's, what's the objection? To be honest, more often than not, the, the landlords we're running into um, don't know that there's a solution out there to help them. Um, in terms of the onboarding side, I wouldn't say so much today, but certainly something over the past few years has been a huge uh, focus for us is making it very easy to onboard. And so we have built an onboarding process that really does tailor to how many properties, how many units you have, whether they're vacant or occupied, so that it feels much more like... Uh, you and me being on the phone together, Ryan and Victor talking and saying, okay, 
oh, you have 10 units, you have five units, you have a hundred units, or how many of these are occupied? How many aren't? Do we need to list them? Do we need to set up leases? And it makes it much easier to onboard and you don't have to do it all at once. You can leave and come back in through that process uh, so that it makes it very easy to ultimately set up on your time when you feel like it. And then of course, supported by our team whenever you need it. So we have live chat where uh, people can message in and get a response in less than 60 seconds on anything they have uh, any questions about along the way. One of the biggest objections I hear from, uh, or let's say I'll say one of the biggest pain points I hear from landlords is I set up an appointment with a tenant and they didn't show, or there was a misunderstanding on the time, or how do you solve that issue? And I don't know that there's necessarily a good solution to overcome human behavior. Unreliable people will be unreliable. But what, what can you do from a tool's perspective that at least reduces that risk? Yeah, I think it's a great point. To some of it, uh, we probably won't eliminate all of it, uh, but we definitely have eliminated some of it. And I think part of that actually does go back to that same pre-qualification, um, which is certain people that tend to be more likely to not show up to a listing that they just hit, hey, I want to come at this time and then forget about it, are often the same type of person that won't go through doing that pre-qualification. So there's almost an inherent screening factor to that. In addition to you making sure you have someone that's qualified, you also are making sure you have someone that's willing to do even the the smallest amount of work to make sure that um, they're going to kind of hold up their end of the bargain in terms of coming and looking at your unit and hopefully renting it. Yeah, that makes an awful lot of sense. There's a correlation, not necessarily a causal relation, but there's a correlation between those two things. And that uh, that's a very, very good point. Well, Ryan, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? The best way is, is rentready.com. It's uh, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I because we're a startup and we, we have to spell something different uh, or wrong for that matter. But that's the best place to find us. Um, we have phone numbers and chat on there. Um, we have a part of our core is honestly just enjoying talking to people. And it's how we've built the platform um, to be as everything that it is today. So if you uh, happen to hear us out here with Victor and, and want to talk to us, definitely stop by and say hello. Fantastic. Well, Ryan, love the perspective. Uh, you've guys seem to be doing some great work. I've done a bit of research on on your company and your team, and I'm intrigued by what I'm seeing here. And so for the listeners at home, definitely connect with Ryan at rentready.com. That's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.